Hey everyone and welcome back to the Smoking Syndicate. I'm your host Ben Lee here in the Tatawahi Studios in beautiful Black Mountain, North Carolina. And for this review, we're going to be reviewing the 20 acre farm and the Rebuso size from Drew Estate. How did it do? Stay tuned to find out. The 20 acre farm is a cigar that is made by Drew Estate in collaboration with Jeff Borshowitz from Corona Cigar. Now he has a farm in uh, Claremont, Florida uh, that's a 20 acre farm, hence the name of the cigar. And he started growing uh, a, a heritage tobacco uh, that they call the Florida Sun Grown. And I don't know if you've ever seen a leaf, but it's kind of a, a small, kind of a kind of a gnarly looking leaf actually. Um, it's really interesting, you know, that uh, they're bringing that one back and they're trying to use that in cigars again like they did in the turn of the century. Now, this leaf has been featured in several cigars, and this is the, the one of the newest ones here, the 20 Acre Farm. Now, this cigar has an Ecuadorian Connecticut Shangro wrapper, a sun-grown Habano binder, and filler from Nicaragua from Esteli and uh, Jalapa with also FSE inside of it. Um, this is, it's a five and a half by 54 and it retails for 1240. So I'm going to take off this, uh, cedar, cedar liner and let's take a look at this cigar. Now this cigar is available in three sizes. Um, it also comes in a Toro and... I'm trying to remember what the other side. Oh, and a Gord, a Gordadito was the other other size. Now, <clears throat> this cigar was originally released, uh, well, it, not really released, but announced in a freestyle live event that was live um, on the internet for Drew Estate. It was really cool. You could actually pick up a um, a freestyle live pack which had a um, like a travel humidor with three uh, unbanded cigars in there. And at the time, you didn't know what it was. But later, they announced that it was a 20-acre farm. So I thought that was kind of a really cool way to introduce a cigar. Trying to get this cedar off of here. It's taped on there. But anyway, this uh, the, the event was a really well-received event. It was a ton of people showed up online. Uh, Jonathan Drew was there with a lot of other people. Uh, Pedro was on there. Jack Hire was on there uh, presenting everything. Really cool event to introduce this cigar. Now let's take a look at it here. It's got a beautiful golden brown wrapper. Really nice looking. Let's see if you can see the foot of it there. Really, really beautiful looking. I'll go ahead and cut this. Let's check out the draw. This cigar was originally released in December of last year of uh, 2021. Uh, the Freestyle Live event was on November the 11th, so pretty soon after that event was released. The draw was a little loose. That milkshake draw that I prefer, but not bad at all. Nothing that I think will get too hot. If, if I start smoking it a little bit fast, I think it'll be okay. 
the notes they get of their, of their pre-light draw is some hay notes, some cedar, and a little hint of citrus. The citrus is a nice little zingy note that it's it's really nice so far on here. I'm kind of light this thing up, give it an initial impression of the first of the part of the cigar. It's a really good start to this cigar. You get a nice little white pepper bite right at the beginning of it. And get a little bit of, uh, of that citrus note as well. Slightly sweet, slightly creamy. And there's like a hit of like a cherry note. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead and get a little bit into this, and I'll be back to give you my full assessment. See you in a second. Everybody, I'm back. I'm a little bit in the cigar now. Now, <clears throat> with this cigar, on the first turn, what I get is the white pepper, some pecan notes, that citrus note, um, a hint of sweet cream, um, a nice oakiness. But it's got a slight sourness to it. it and, and that's not all pudding. It, it's kind of almost like um, like a citrus sourness in a way. Um, it's it's kind of mild, but it's there. And it, it's kind of nice with the rest of those notes, actually. I also get like a hint of a cherry note as well. Good draw, good burn. It's about a mild to medium at this point. Now, as it approaches the second third... What I get is more of that oakiness than the white pepper. Um, I get, but that white pepper is toned down a little bit. I'm starting to get a little bit of an almond note as well. Uh, some of that creaminess is still there. Uh, I get a little bit more of the cherry that kind of comes out as well. The citrus is also toned down a good bit as well on, on the on second third. Still got a good burn, still medium, uh, mild to medium body. Um, also get a little bit of a breadiness about it as well. Now on the retrohale, it's really woody with some of that black pepper in there as well. Um, as it kind of, it, it's not a really strong black pepper either. So I could do a full retrohale with a cigar and not have any issues with it. Now as the cigar gets near the end, it gets a little bit more bitter, but kind of in a good way. Um, almost like that coffee bitterness. Now I'm gonna get a coffee flavor really out of it. It's just that kind of that bitterness quality that coffee does have. So get that oak, that almond, the the creaminess, a little bit of a bread. The hint of that citrus is still there. Um, it gets a little bit rough on the back of the palate, kind of that mouthfeel that was a little odd, but not not too 
off-putting to where I'm like, okay, I think the cigar is done. It was just like a little weird feeling because it kind of tickles the back of your throat a little bit. Uh, the retro hail had, you know, had the, still the same. It had the oakiness, and it had some of the uh, black pepper, but it was almost like it was a little bit sharp. So it was almost like a combination of that black pepper and white pepper. Um, it's still mild to medium body, kind of approaching a little bit more medium, uh, but still kind of mild to medium body. Um, overall, I thought this was a really good cigar. I mean, it's definitely a different, you know, Connecticut shade cigar that you're going to get anywhere else. There's nothing really like this out there right now. FSG is a tobacco that when it first came out and some of the cigar blends, I didn't really care for it. I, I didn't think it was that good of a tobacco, to be honest. But I don't know if they've taken the tobacco and they've, you know, fermented it and cured it a little bit differently, or they're just putting it in blends with some, with some tobaccos that complement it more. But the newer stuff coming out with the FSG uh, tobacco in it has been starting to be really, really good. This is one of them. And I think this is one that's a really good cigar that I think anybody can approach. A, a new cigar smoker, somebody that's been around a while. I mean, it's it's got, it's light enough for new people, to or new cigar smokers, but has enough body and complexity that seasoned cigar smokers I think would really like as well. Now, with all that being said, I think this is a really good Connecticut cigar. Drew Estate did a fantastic job with this. With the flavors and its uniqueness and its price point, I think it's a really well-rounded cigar and approachable to both cigar smokers. So I'm going to give it a 91. I think it's a great score for this cigar. It's definitely one you should check out, especially if you're a Connecticut smoker. It's something totally different than you've ever had. It's, it's, it's so unique. So if you see this as your brick and mortar, definitely pick it up and give this a shot. And on that note, I'll see you next time. Oh, <laughs>